Blog Talk Radio. Your number one source for knowledge in the information age. High Frequency Radio Network. Back, 
thought that things would work out in the end, but friends are not friends and enemies are so close to me. I don't know who you supposed to be. So contemplate that before approaching me. Got the south side right behind me, homie. And for me, that's plenty. Now the bypass the drugs and the haters and the handy play the politics right and ever so gently. Reach up and snatch that bread. Get the fam fed. Get it like a man like my uncles and pops would if they had the chance. Or maybe they did and just couldn't advance. Damn all I can be. I am more than a man. Y'all don't understand. Gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question. And all I see is me. Father told me long ago ain't nothing free, so I was off the that cheese like a new year. It's a revolution, so every moment crucial. I can never break, you will never see me do so. Resolution, I will always be on top like revolution. Cut the lights cause I will shine bright. Pump the music, baby, it's a revolution. Feel the music, baby, it's a resolution. Pump the music, baby, it's a revolution. Rain in the windshield, the wiper blades got me dazing off and out of space. Working out my next chest move. A hole in the game to break through. In the meantime, I just grind and pray dues. Rhyme and stay true, rather die than shot you. Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise the face. And egos are much better than you. My flow is clever, five, so I can never lose. And you know it won't stop till a brother talking shop. In an office with a view, and a 30 story drop. And a pretty girl or two saying, man, we take your shoes. Clever, welcome to the top. Cause I need that gravy Checking the room, making sure nobody's shaded Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play it Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby If getting in it is a sin, Jesus save me Yeah, yeah You've been listening to Long Road Home This DJ Foo, Candy Music Quick Hit Hit me on Twitter, at DJ Foo Hit clever, hit clever. Shout out to my nigga Jay, still in the studio. This is how I think, blowed out of my mind. Feeling like committing a crime. Get a lot for that. I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line. I'm Representing my man's on the block, the chopper. Uh, hey man, uh, stop with all that aggressive shit, man. I got you. Not this one. Yep. Yep. Greetings and salutations, man. Nothing's changed but the age and the address I be And delivery, the sneakers and the strands of my weed So I guess I have changed into the man that you've seen Women wanna drive me crazy, I don't hand them the keys Underground like the pipeline, past tense So here's a hit to raise my lifetime average They perpetrating cause the nighttime's lavish Sipping white wine for that high life status Limelight crashes I just write rhymes, fine lines, master. From where flight time happened, I'm Jimmy Jammin'. St. Paul, Minneapolis, I'll set a standard. Second chance, the resurrection of Ed O'Bannon. Eat you alive like Jonah and the whale. Walk the road to success for the holiest of grails. But for once in my life, I ain't rolling by myself. Riding with animals like Noah when he sails. Locally minded, into globally grinding. Shalom. <laughs> What's up, man? Yeah. Medicine, I can't be on that, on that heart. Huh? 
come on. And it just so happens I would end up to love me some rapping. Feeling so good just to create and be understood. But hold up, wait, that's not just what we having in. Wishing I could just take it back to win. When I was just practicing, but these days chicks actressing just for a touch of the fame to make associations to your name. Backup man, when did I become your backup plan? Come on. Hands up like a sticker. You really need to find another victim. And what you think of June would be if he drank his espresso, spitting fire, holding down his metro. Say my name, man, and here it go. Commonly referred to as special. Watch me do my thing, wet my ass with the game. Grab a hold of your soul and never let go. Music is what's supposed to keep people inspired, keep them seeing this invisible beauty of the mind and spirit. Spirit. That's what music is for. It didn't originate on this planet. The music can do things for you and the future all the way into the world of myth. And then you got it made because you stepped into the realm of impossibility. And what this planet needs this point is something impossible to have to show a better way.
All right, I want to say peace to everyone. Peace to the goddesses, peace to the gods. I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation. I'm your host, So L. I appreciate you rocking with me. Hold on, let me get this mic checked. Am I coming in? Am I coming in? It's coming in nice. But yes, yes indeed Welcome to the foundation Once again, I'm your host, O.L You're on High Frequency Radio Network Today's topic of the show is Why does the current geopolitical Environment Require action I'm not trying to get doom and gloom Trying to get everyone moving soon If you understand what I'm saying So we're going to get into that You know, obviously we're going to get into that topic First I do want to say all thanks goes to And praises And honors due to the creator and the ancestors But without them, we would not be here I definitely want to say all um, peace to Big Brother Yusuf L, iFrequencyRadioNetwork.com, creator, the maker, master of many, many different things, different fields, jurisprudence, law. My Big Brother Yusuf L, y'all check him out. Uh, welcome to the Foundation.com. Make sure you check out the website. We're in here. You know. Foundation. But we understand that incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. But you know, we apply correct information correctly here at the Foundation. Now, as always, welcome to the Foundation.com. Sign up for the email list. Check out Facebook page, Instagram page, Twitter page if you do those things. But most importantly, I would check out the PDF section. Get your free learn on. You can make a donation, book a consultation, all from the same spot. And that's welcome to the foundation.com. Special shout out to all the donation makers. What? So suddenly people are just making all these donations? I mean, thank you. I appreciate it. I just feel like, what was the catalyst? What happened? That's what's up, though. You know, definitely big shout-out to everyone who's made a donation to the foundation. You know, just went to welcometothefoundation.com. Made a donation, didn't ask for anything. Didn't ask for a consultation, didn't ask for nothing. Just made a donation, shot me an email, said, please, pre say what you're doing, keep it up. So, that makes me feel good, you know, when people say and acknowledge that, you know, I do kick a lot of knowledge these fools be out here charging thousands and foul wows. But yeah, welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners. Peace to you, you, you. Peace to all the live listeners. All my live.
gals and guys, all the MP3 listeners, live callers, want to say shout out, peace, peace to the internet listeners, archive listeners, podcast listeners. I know you. I know you there. I see you. I appreciate y'all. Some of us, you know, some of us got jobs. Some of us got W-2s. Some of us are still attempting to get into the position to transition, and I'm with that. Peace to everyone. I want to say peace to all the trustees, all those investing in their private education. I want to say peace to you, peace to anyone and everyone that I've done business with in the private. I want to say peace and thank you. Uh, to anyone who sent an email or well wishes or a current event, as well as to anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation, I want to say peace and appreciation. So with that being said, you know, the foundation, why why does the current geopolitical environment require action? Let's get into that. First and foremost, let's get into these current events because they're significant. They definitely are. This one, I don't know. I, I was kind of sleep on this one. I apologize. But barbershop workers quit after California Supreme Court ruling. So this is, uh, you know, CBS, Sacramento, small-time businesses are scrambling to figure out how to stay afloat after a high court ruling. A recent California Supreme Court decision is changing the way independent contractors are classified, and it's already having a big impact on local shops. Many fear it will hurt millions of workers and affect businesses' bottom lines. Um, the work doesn't stop downtown. At Sacramento's Bottle and Barlow, even if it became a one-man shop, quote, I lost my entire staff, end quote, said owner Anthony Giannotti. He says all seven of his barbers quit after a state Supreme Court ruling that will change their way of work. It doesn't just affect my business, he said. It affects every independent contract in the state of California. Historically, the cosmetology industry, which includes barbers and hairstylists, have been classified as independent contractors but that won't be the case anymore. Giannotti explains the new rule. You cannot classify someone as an independent contractor if they offer the same service that is the primary business of the business. So this is, you know, this is California, but it is, you know, it is a Supreme Court, you know, decision. You know, you know we got a lot of hairdressers, barbers in the community. And this could be a precedent goes into what an independent contractor, a worker that is free from control and direction of the hirer in connection with the performance of the work, both under the contract for the performance of such a work. And in fact, basically, I hire you, employee contractor, I hire you to do a job. I don't tell you when to come in, what time you take your lunch, you know, none of that stuff. You do a job, you get it done by a certain date, move around. You don't use any of my tools, any of that stuff. So that, you know, there's no... Uh, there's no control or direction. Also, that the worker performs work that is outside the usual course of hiring entities' business and that the worker is customarily engaged in an independently established trade, occupation, or business of the same nature as the work performed for the hiring entity. So basically, a barber can no longer work in a barber shop as an independent contractor where they typically set their own hours and pay. Instead, they'll have to become employees of the business on an official payroll. 
which is insane for small businesses like barbershops, cosmetology, hair shops, nail shops, so on and so forth, because they can't afford to have a bunch of employees that are paying minimum wage, there's payroll, payroll taxes, employment taxes, employee withholding, um, different types of insurance requirements, and so on and so forth. So, you know, I'm just going to stop there with that one. But, you know, this is significant specifically if you're in California. It's definitely significant. But, you know, I would, by, you know, interested party in any of you know, these fields, I would definitely keep an eye out on if there are any types of, you know, patterns being recognized in other states that are picking up after, you know, California. California is usually really, you know, a liberal state, man, you know. They're pretty cool. But I don't know. I don't know what to say. That's that's interesting as far as I'm concerned. Exclusive Reuters. Russian oil firm seeks dollar alternative amid U.S. sanctions threat. This is what I would consider, you know, a geopolitical environment or a geopolitical environmental element right here. Russian oil firm seeks dollar alternative amid U.S. sanctions threat. Moscow. This is out of Moscow. Man, man, I'm going to try this. Russian oil producer Sergut Neftgaz, you know what I'm saying, is <laughs> pushing buyers to agree to pay for oil in euros instead of dollars if the need arises, apparently, as insurance against possible tougher U.S. sanctions. Traders who deal with the firm told Reuters. Uh, Russia has been subject to Western sanctions since its 2014 annexation of Ukraine's Crimea. In the entire region, but Washington is threatened to impose extra sanctions, citing what it has called Moscow's malign activities abroad. The prospect that causes most alarm for Russian firms is inclusion on a Treasury Department blacklist that effectively cuts them off from conducting transactions in dollars, the lifeblood of the global oil industry. You know, that's really what it is. You know, all oil at this point still must be bought in dollars no matter where you are in the world Sergut Neftgaz Neftgaz oh man fam whose chief executive Vladimir Bogdanov is already on a US blacklist in a personal capacity declined to respond to Reuters questions that we do not comment on our commercial activity today Russia's oil industry has been able to weather western sanctions in response to restricted access to Western finance and technology. Firms have switched to borrowing from Russian state banks and developed their own technology. Which is good. Which is what, you know, I mean, you know, good for them. I see the historical, you know, shift happening away from not only, you know, United States products and good, but also services. You know, watch watch out for Microsoft. See what happens with Microsoft as the world starts to shrug off, you know, Microsoft and you know the operating system. Bottom line is, you know, um, Russia act actively, in my in my opinion, publicly seeking dollar alternatives for oil is a big deal. That's, that's really a big deal, as far as I'm concerned. That's something to watch. There's been a lot of stuff that's been going on lately, and as such, back on Reuters, the dollar slips versus the euro. <clears throat> As investors discount trade tensions, 
U.S. dollar edged lower to the euro and fell to the lowest in nearly three weeks against the risk-sensitive Aussie today as worries over a trade row between the United States and China. So let's, you know, China imposed new levies on about $60 billion worth of United States goods. As planned, Washington's new duties were set uh, at a 10% for now before rising to 25% by the end of 2018, rather than an outright 25%. So there we go. The dollar, you know, the dollar slip. You know, that's just today. Who's saying that? I'm not saying it's going down forever. That was it today, but, you know, here's what's going on. China's exports could quickly ditch the United States market. Um, the, the direct economic impact on China of the trade war with the United States appears limited, though it could rapidly prompt China's exporters to switch away from the United States market, the former central bank governor in Beijing said today. Uh, Zhou Xiaochuan who stepped down in March after 15 years at the monetary policy helm, also told Reuters that China's economy, which he expected to roughly match last year's growth rate of 6.5% in 2018, needed to evolve beyond a model based on urbanization. It would be a pity if the trade war led Chinese firms to withdraw from the U.S. market, but I think it will force China to look at many other markets, so it's not necessarily a good thing for the United States. He said in an interview, I think the speed of geographical diversification can be relatively fast and beyond many many people's expectations. Zhao played down the direct economic damage to China from the trade clash, um, but said the impact of the conflict could be deeper in terms of business confidence. So China's talking about ditching the United States altogether as far as, you know, an exporter, an exporter, you know, country, a country that it exports, you know, its goods to. Bottom line, this trade war ultimately is is detrimental to us, the overall, you know, fundamental consumer, or what they would label us as consumers. You know. And that, you know, that's something to think about. Also something to think about on Reuters, United States oil prices surge as inventory draw adds to supply concerns. This is out of New York. U.S. oil futures surged nearly 2% today as they were bolstered by a fifth weekly crude inventory drawdown and strong domestic gasoline demand amid ongoing global supply concerns over United States sanctions on Iran that come into force in November. United States crude inventories fell 2.1 million barrels last week, the lowest level since February 2015. Government data showed gasoline stocks fell 1.7 million barrels versus forecast for a 100,000 barrel drop. So they forecasted it to be 100,000, but it actually was 1.0 million. Man. That's that's interesting to me. It was a squarely bullish report, said John Kilduff, a partner at Again Capital Management in New York. 
The summer-like demand for drivers is proving unrelenting. Gasoline consumption usually picks up in the summer and wanes in autumn, but demand remains strong in the latest week, estimated at 9.5 million barrels a day. So, there you go. U.S. sanctions affecting Iran's oil exports coming to force November 4th. So, if this is happening now, you know, it's going to get a little bit more serious in November. So, I want you to pay attention. Pay attention not only to the pump, but your wallet. Come November, December, January. And let me know if you're feeling the effects. The squeeze, the squeeze is on right now. I don't know if you're feeling the squeeze, but it's, it's, it's happening. It's in effect. It's going to continue. Moving forward, United States pushes back national wireless alert test to October 3rd. Okay, so check this out. They got this wireless alert test. It's national. It's going to be on everyone's mobile phone in the United States. You got any, no matter if you uh Verizon, if it's if it's Sprint, if it's uh, AT&T, T-Mobile, it doesn't matter. If it's prepaid, it doesn't matter. If it's in the United States, you're about to get an emergency test on October 3rd. It was supposed to be sooner, but they pushed it back. Uh, this right here, my people in the private are telling me that this this whole wireless alert system is being rolled out for, for a reason, a national emergency, national alert. The Trump administration had delayed until next month plans to send a message to all United States cell phones testing a previously unused presidential alert system that aims to warn the public about national emergencies. The test message was originally scheduled for 2.18 p.m. Eastern last Thursday, but is being pushed back to the same time on October 3rd because of response efforts to Tropical Depression Florence. The Federal Emergency Management Agency said in the statement, that's the FEMA, Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA will send the alert, um, said last week that the message will bear the headline presidential alert and that phones will make a loud tone and have a special vibration. The test has been scheduled to ensure that the alert system would work in the event of a national emergency and, and U.S. cell phone users will not be able to opt out. The message will read, this is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. No action is needed. Former President Barack Obama signed a law in 2016 requiring FEMA to create a system allowing the president to send cell phone alerts regarding public safety emergencies. The country's wireless emergency alert system was started in 2012 and has issued over 36,000 alerts for situations such as missing children, extreme weather, and natural disasters, but never a presidential directive. Because, they, you know, they soften the public up. Oh, oh, there's missing children in this car. I've gotten Amber Alerts. This car with this license plate and stuff like that. So, you know, okay, cool, cool. cool. Oh, national um, extreme weather and natural disasters. Okay, cool. Now they're talking about, they're going to start sending presidential directives to every cell phone in the United States. In a statement last week on the test messages, FEMA said the presidential alerts can be used only for national emergencies, and the president has sole responsibility for determining when such alerts are used. There's a reason that they're rolling this back. 
and there's a reason that they're rolling this whole thing out in the first place. Um, to me, that's significant. It's significant. It's significant. Um, there's this national emergency system, reporting system that's going to go out to all cell phones. So there's going to be like directions from the president. Could, could there possibly be a directive on your cell phone one day from the president? Once again, telling all persons to turn in their gold, to turn in their silver. On the BBC, I didn't see this in the United States, but I saw this in the BBC. Two patients dead after vans swept away in floods. Two mental health patients have died when the police van they were being transported in got caught in floodwaters. In the U.S., police say the two officers escorting the pair were eventually rescued. Patients' death bring the death toll from storms in Florence to 37. I mean, to, I'm sorry, to 37. And it goes on to say President Donald Trump arrived in North Carolina today to survey the damage. Was praised. Um, Praise the response to the uh, devastating storm by federal and local disaster officials at news conference in North Carolina uh, this morning. Unfortunately, the money will be a lot, but it's going to come as fast as you need it. The president said, we're going to take care of everybody. So, man, so the police must have bailed out on them. That's tragic. You know, if y'all, if y'all and everybody, you know, in the path of that, you know, that hurricane, Depression, whatever they're calling it. Hope you know. My positive, you know, energy and vibes and wishes go out to you and your families if you've been affected. You know. But oh no, I just think you know this stuff is going to get worse and worse, especially this weather type stuff. Moving forward, cryptocurrency exchanges at risk for manipulation. Man, this this right here, this right here really caught my attention. Several cryptocurrency exchanges are plagued by poor market surveillance, pervasive conflicts of interest, and lack of sufficient customer protections, the New York Attorney General's office said in a report published Tuesday. Representations of the Ripple, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin virtual currencies are seen on a PC motherboard in the illustration. Study found that online platforms or virtual currencies such as Bitcoin can be bought and sold by individuals operate with lower safeguards than traditional financial markets are vulnerable to market manipulation and put customer funds at risk. As our report details, many virtual currency platforms lack the necessary policies and procedures to ensure the fairness, integrity, and security of their exchanges, Attorney General Barbara Underwood said in a statement. As a result of the findings, the Attorney General asked New York's Department of Financial Services to review whether three exchanges might be operating unlawfully in the state. They're trying to bring these exchanges under um, regulation. So, I mean, they're going to look, they're going to try to find any reason to do that. And, you know, I don't, I'm not going to trust, I mean, come on, man, these, had, these fools had to bail out the banks, man. Talk, talk, trying, to tell, trying to talk about other people's regulations and stuff. I ain't got time for this stuff. Moving on, Reuters. Banks, traders launched first commodities blockchain platform. This is interesting. Global banks and trading firms are launching the first blockchain-based platform for financing the trading of commodities from oil to wheat. This is released in a joint statement today. The platform will, will be run by a venture called Comgo SA, based in Geneva, Switzerland, and 
is due to go live later this year. Banks and major trading firms have been testing numerous pilot schemes across commodities over the last few years, but this venture will be the first that any firm can join. Blockchain originally, the platform behind cryptocurrency Bitcoin, is viewed by many as a solution to trade and settlement inefficiency and to improving transparency and reducing the risk of fraud. A high-tech ledger, blockchain uses a shared database that updates in real time and can process and settle transactions in minutes without the need for third-party verification. This is a problem. This is a problem for central banks. This is a problem for a lot of these, you know, I do want to caution that, you know, this stuff is volatile. If you're going to deal in any of this stuff, you know, definitely should definitely have your foundation under you. But, you know, I definitely see, you know, the cashless society coming. There are places that are refusing cash and cash payments. I saw a, a report of that today happening in the United States. There's, uh, you know, companies refusing cash. So, that's something to think about and know that these, these they're, they're, everything's going to move the move blockchain. It's cheaper, costs less money. It's, it's, you know, and, you know, the shareholders of these banks are going to, are going to require it because it's cheaper and it's going to add to the available money that the shareholders are going to get. So this is something that we need to pay attention to. Trump is out here accusing China of currency devaluation days after the Treasury declines to label China a manipulator. Trump is saying that Russia and China are playing the currency devaluation game as the U.S. keeps raising interest rates, and he says it's not acceptable. In recent weeks, the Chinese yuan has hit the strongest level against the U.S. dollar since the surprise devaluation of the currency in August 2015. And during the presidential campaign, if you remember or recall, if you paid attention at all, Trump repeatedly said that naming China as a currency manipulator would be a priority for his first day in office, but took no immediate action. Um, I'm going to go to Bloomberg. U.S. stocks rise as banks buoy and treasuries slide. U.S. equities edged higher and treasuries declined as investors assessed the latest developments in the very trade disputes. The dollar fell. Is on Bloomberg. dollar fell against most of the major currencies after a report said that the U.S. and Canada are unlikely to reach a deal on NAFTA in Washington this week. My mentor said it, that wasn't going to happen. He told me, he's like, Canada, it's not going to happen with Canada. Because Canada's going to go with the other side. And, you know, these countries are siding up against the United States, and namely Israel. Seriously. And this is definitely, definitely having an effect on our local economies and lives, and it will continue to have an effect on our local economies and private lives. So... It's, you know, oil's going to continue to go up. Gas going to go up. Currency is declining. Treasuries are going down. If they hit that invert, you know what that means as far as recession goes. Amazon is considering opening up to 3,000 cashierless stores 
by 2021. This is on Reuters. As many as 3,000 new Amazon Go cashierless stores in the next few years. This is a Bloomberg report citing people familiar with with the matter. The company currently has three Amazon Go stores in Seattle and plans to expand to Chicago, San Francisco, and New York. Amazon Go store, which has no cashiers and allows shoppers to buy things with the help of a smartphone app, is widely seen as a concept that can alter brick-and-mortar retail. This is another push of this, this, this cashless society that's coming. Customers have to scan a smartphone app to enter the store. Once inside, cameras and sensors track what they pick up from the shelves and what they put back. Amazon then bills shoppers credit cards on file after they leave. The plan on opening up over 3,000 stores. It's almost 2019. Like we're over halfway through this year. We're in September, so. Woo. By the end of the fourth quarter. So it's 2020 next uh, in like uh, a little over a year. But they're talking about 2021. It'll be 2020 in a year and six months. Isn't that weird? I don't want to talk about it. So you're going to have 3,000 stores that don't need anyone to operate them. Maybe you're going to stock the shelves and stuff. That'll be after hours, more than likely. They'll have a couple people on staff. Well, here we go. And, you know, you're checking out with an app. These things are big things, big things, big things happen. But that's it for current events. You know, to me, these are these are big things. These, this stuff is huge, huge geopolitically. I'm gonna just tell you the truth. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. And I'm not, you know, you know. I wish we had more time. I, I, you know, I see what's happening. I wish we had more time. I really do. I'm not a fear monger. I'm not. But I can tell you right now, looking at what's going on, the geopolitics, these different trade wars. Man, uh, Israel shot down a Russian. No, Israel. They were flying jets too close to a Russian uh, aircraft over there, and one of the Syrian anti—what you call it—shot down the Russian plane. Man, I think it might even have been carrying like regular people on the flight. I didn't really go too far into that aspect of it. But, you know, there, there's 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 a high potential for, you know, things to go down. As I as I watch uh, different markets, specifically, you know, the precious metals market, I see that, you know, this, the geopolitical climate is getting worse and worse. And there's, you know, there's there's a specific uh, precious metal that I look le- look at to ascertain that. And of course, I own it. Um, there are people out here, you know, who who pray for recessions because you know they know how to make money on on them. And you know, it, recessions create new money. They cre- it creates new new millionaires and sometimes, you know, billionaires and trillionaires, but it also destroys a lot of people. A lot of people die. 
A lot of people starve. A lot of people lose their homes and everything they have and so on and so forth. But there are people out here who pray for depressions, pray for recessions. And the reason the reason that is is because they're in these types of situations, certain um, commodities reach, height, reach heights of value that are seldom witnessed. And when it does happen, you can you can stand to make a lot of money if you're positioned correctly. So there's there's specific you know precious metals and other commodities that I you know I control through you know <laughs> through private entities. You see what I do right there? And obviously you know we stand to gain from this next wealth transfer, and, and we're good. We could be better, but we're good. And I know that I know so many people aren't. And when it comes down to, you know, the geopolitical environment and why the current geopolitical environment requires action is that we're about to experience one of probably the most, the largest wealth transfer in the history of what you would call maybe mankind or human history or whatever. History of man. Like recorded, recorded, you know, history. Like one of the biggest wealth transfers ever. And it's important to be positioned and it's important to be on the right side of this wealth transfer that's coming up. And the geopolitics will tell you. Okay, so let me look. Rhodium. Rhodium is a precious metal. I don't care. Pancakes. Pancakes and toes. It's been a while, has it? It's been a while since the pancakes and toes. Rhodium. Geopolitical indicator. You better watch the price of rhodium. Rhodium, this thing, at one point, I think it was around 2008, you can check. Um, this, this, this metal went to uh, $10,000. An ounce. I'm trying to pull up a chart real quick. Went to um, $10,000 an ounce. Um, historical rhodium chart. Let's check this out. Went to $10,000 an ounce in what year was this? 07? 08? 07, 08. Went to, went to over. Went to $10,000 an ounce, man. One ounce. So if you had, look. Look, okay, so rhodium is an alloy, uh, a precious metal, my bad, that's used to treat the inside of furnaces that allow the furnaces to get hot enough to sustain the temperature needed to create steel. Steel. Steel is used in the rebuilding of, of infrastructure. Infrastructure uh, is needed to be rebuilt, so which requires steel during time, after times of war and bombing and stuff. So usually when, 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 when geopolitics heat up, to a point where it's looking like there's going to be a war. If you look at the precious metals markets and you watch rhodium, you can see what's going to happen. Rhodium has been rising steadily for the past couple of years. I've been watching it. I've been holding it. I got anyone who was like, it was like five, it was either six, it was like $600 an ounce when I jumped into it. Right now it's $2,445 an ounce today. 
It's been that way for a few days. It pops up, you know, it's been popping up, you know, a couple $20 or something every once in a while. And I've been watching it. And I've been watching these geopolitics with these different countries and what they're doing. And it popped up the other day, and I was like, oh, man, what happened? And I looked in the news, and I was like, I know something happened. I know something happened because rhodium went up. Rhodium went up. Rhodium went up. This is when countries, they hoard their rhodium when it's looking like war because they need it. You don't need it. It's for the furnaces to, to make steel, to rebuild your country after the war. They got, look, they got a website, man, Deagle, D-Eagle.com. Check it, I mean, look, man, you can do a search for it, man. It's, it's a, they, they sell arms, armaments to, to governments and, and, and militaries and stuff. It's like it's a company. And they got, they got a, 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 a projection, population projections for different countries, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm not playing. Population projections for different countries. Yo, how many people are in the United States? 360-some million, 20-some million? I don't know, in between there? Y'all should go, man, find this chart. Find this chart. I'm not, I don't. I think it's, it's going to be due to starvation. It, it, to me, it looks like they precise some sort of racial civil war or something like that in the media and all that stuff. And I, I feel like it's going to be due to, to like starvation and disease because most people are in cities. They can't produce their own food. How, how many, how many, how many know how to make a fire right now without a lighter or a match? If they turned off, if the heat, if the electricity turned off in your whole, in the whole city, as far as you drove, no electricity. Imagine that, right? They stop, put, they stop letting the water go through your house. And there was no gas. So there ain't no heat. There's no heat. That's changed everything. I'm, I'm looking at these countries. I'm looking at, you know, Syria being bombed. I'm looking at, and it, it's, it, it's hitting home for me. Why? Because I'm, you know, I'm putting myself in a place like, dang, we could be getting bombed like that over here. Trying to, you know, put myself in, in, in that position. You know? D-Eagle. I'm telling Deagle. Deagle. It's an arms company, man. They got population projections for tonight. Look, look, I'm not finna say it. I'm not finna give it life. But I, I am gonna, you know, put it out there. And, you know, check check it out. You can do your research on rhodium. See, what is it used for? It is, like, for real. Why is it such a... And I know platinum, palladium, as for catalytic converters and diesel um, cars, as well as gasoline cars, or, you know, regular gasoline cars. Okay, but rhodium, man. I mean, look look it up, man. Do some research. Don't believe me. But we need to be paying attention to what's going on with the geopolitics. These these people are in, you know, office or whatever, and they are in they have millions of people's lives in their hands. And this stuff is creeping up. This stuff is creeping up. Privacy, you know, internet privacy. Gun laws, the ability to be up to, you know, to arm yourself, protect yourself, because all these fools out here messing up for everybody. Y'all racial tensions popping. And you got this 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 
all these countries are basically beefing with each other. And you know, they 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 messing you you messing with money. We're messing with money right now. You know what happens after you mess with my money? What happens if I if I what happens if I mess with your money? What happens? What happens? I just start taking your just messing with your money. And you see it start affecting your children and your family and your household and stuff. And it's you know it's me. I'm it's me. I'm messing with your money. How soon are you how soon are we gonna get violent? How soon are you gonna go to hands? How soon how long is it gonna take before you approach me? On some whatever, on some whatever, it doesn't matter. My family is, is hungry. You're, you're, you're messing with the quality of life of my family. But what, you, what you're going is on. Time to talk about not even selling. You know, you know that stuff ain't going to help. We ain't got no man, real manufacturing jobs here. We lost them in the 80s, man. It's cheap labor and stuff. China's investing in Africa. Crazy, crazy, crazy money's going into Africa from China and Russia and all that other stuff. They're, man, look, they're clicking up over there. So, you know, it, 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 it's something definitely to pay attention to. You know, it, most of the time, we feel like it doesn't affect us. It does affect us. It affects the, the, the economy. It affects the, you know, the, uh, the price of the dollar, which is what we use to, to purchase goods and services is what we use to maintain our quality of life for ourselves and our family. Is what we use to, you know, put gas in our cars so that we can go and you know generate income in the form of these Federal Reserve notes so that we can provide and do the things that we want to do and you know, uh, you know, extracurricular activities and all these other things. And when that when the value of that is 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 being lost. On top of there's less things to purchase. I have I have we have less of of choices on products and stuff because there's a, there's this, the trade wars going on, and, it, and it's negatively affecting our households while the currency is being devalued. I got I got the um look man, they, everybody talking about a possible recession, what a recession would look like, this and that, he the haw. I got a statement um, regarding the agency mortgages back his securities from the Federal Reserve Bank. And they're talking about um, reinvesting principal payments of the Federal Reserve's holdings of agency debt and agency mortgage backed securities, MBS, are reinvested to the extent that they exceed, exceed the corresponding monthly cap on redemptions. Based on the current staff projections, principal payments are likely to fall below the cap beginning in October. And remain below the cap going forward. However, given the principal payments on agency mortgage-backed securities are sensitive to changes in long-term interest rates and other factors, it is possible that they will rise above the cap and will require agency mortgage-backed securities reinvestment purchases in the future. In light of the possibility, the open market trading desk or the desk at the New York Fed plans to conduct small value purchases of agency mortgage-backed securities on a regular basis in order to maintain operational readiness. Under these plans, the desk will purchase up to $300 million of agency mortgage-backed securities for monthly periods in which principal payments fall below the cap and there is no reinvestment amount. Sounds like some bailout language to me, man. Popping you bail in. They push into the decashless, decash, cashless society. They don't want to decash it. 
You'll wake up in the morning, there's less money in your account because due to some new thing they implemented, we're already at negative interest rates. They just ain't saying it, but if you got a bank account and you're not running that visa enough or you're getting enough direct deposits every month, they're charging you a fee every month for that account. Unless you're at a credit union. Credit unions are notorious, but they credit you want to hold a certain amount of your money saying that you're a member. I don't know Remember you can't touch it So you you don't cancel the account They always want this this bread And it affects us when we go to the register But we don't understand that And then when we go home we got less China's dumping the treasuries Russia's dumping the United States treasuries Have to bring in more uh, United States Federal Reserve notes back to the United States, which is increasing the supply, which devalues the amount, which makes it less and less for you to purchase. Gold and silver is at record lows for the past past like five years or something. It's crazy. When I first started getting in gold, it was like really cheap. I mean, we're getting into gold and silver. This stuff was really cheap. It's starting to look like the prices when I first started getting into it. Like heavily, I mean heavily. I mean like not playing heavily. Like like not having any money sometimes. I'm I'm trying to grab so much gold and silver. And that's because the smart money is getting out. And they suppressing the price just long enough for smart money to get out. They're covering their bets. They're hedging their bets against the stock market. The stock market is being pumped up. Because these corporations are repatriating their money that Trump gave them a break on, and they're purchasing, they're repurchasing corporate stocks while the CEOs and high executives are selling their stocks in this bubble market, bubble real estate market, bubble equities market, bubble stock market. Corrections imminent. And on top of that, they're pushing for autonomous uh, technology. Heavily, heavily. It's like it's almost like they don't need human labor anymore. You get what I'm saying? This, this, in my opinion, is why the current geopolitical environment requires action on your part. That shoulda, woulda, I shoulda, coulda, woulda. When you're looking at someone that you love. And they're in pain, or they're hungry, or they lost. They, there's something that, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I just if I just blah, 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 that's one of the worst places to be in in life. Regret. When I was a senior in high school. I walked to the nursing home in the kitchen, like, you know, serving the old folks. And let me tell you, old people are nasty. Nasty. Oh, man, they nasty. Woo! Especially with their food, man. But let me let me get more respectable, because I love, I love my elders. You know what I'm saying? I respect my elders. And this is about a respectable elder that I met, you know, and I got to talking to this older gentleman, he was a European, you know, who cares, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that stuff really don't matter outside of family and nationality, but then, you know, family is who you choose, 
And there's some bad people of all colors, and good people are also called colors. So I don't really get into that stuff. Too heavy, too heavy, too heavy. I do get into defendability and air shit, but that's another topic. But I got cool with this elder, you know, elder at this home. Now, you know, I'm, I'm a senior in high school, man. I was like 18 years old. But he, you know, got cool with this dude. I'll give him some extra food and stuff. He was only supposed to have so much butter or whatever. And I give him a little extra thing of butter. But he couldn't see. It wasn't butter. You know what I'm saying? It was stuff that he was getting. I just put it in the dish and made it look like the butter. Whereas margarine, they kept it in the foil or whatever. So he knew it. But man, my man couldn't really see. But, you know, he appreciated it. I'm not going to give him butter. He died. I'm not. Man, I'm cool. I feel bad. You know, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no monster. But you know, he, but the man thought I was giving him butter when I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Can, can he? Can I live? Can he live? Anyways, man, he told me he was like, "You're you're a nice guy and you got a good heart, and I can tell. <clears throat> and if you you know you keep moving the way you're moving, you're gonna you know you're gonna be on a, in, a, in a in a position to do a lot of good in this world." And he told me the biggest thing that you want to stay away from is regrets. And he looked me in my face And he, I remember he grabbed my, my elbow And I remember being surprised Because the dude was old But he was strong like, man, My man like gripped my elbow And I, you know, I almost you know, I almost stalled on him I'm just playing I'm joking But um, you know, I was like man what's up um, And he told me He said You don't want to be where I'm at At my age <clears throat> With regrets with things that you knew you should have did in the moment or shouldn't have done in the moment and you regret it and, and miss people that you shouldn't be missing because you were an asshole or you were arrogant or you didn't want to listen or you couldn't look into the future or anticipate the worst thing you want to do when you're my age is think back on your life and have a bunch of freaking regrets he's like I want you to remember that Live your life as if you're on your deathbed, like me, looking back at what you did so that you can have no regrets. Because one day you'll be here, like me. And I hope that you won't have as many regrets as I have. I said all that to say the time is now. And no better time than now. Like things happen for a reason. There's a reason why there are certain people out here speaking on certain things right now. At this moment, there's a reason. And there's a reason why there are opportunities. And I know you can think back in your past and be like, you know, he's right. Remember that one time I should have did that and I didn't. And, you know, I regret that. Yeah, damn all that, damn that. Especially when it comes to your family. Especially when it comes to your wealth. Especially when you got people all over mainstream media talking about what does the next reception look like. Let's talk about this. Let's, you know, I mean, it's coming out. It's coming out. You got geopolitics up. It's going crazy. These countries are tripping. Playing with each other's money and stuff. Like, let's just keep it real. Let's keep it real. Let's take it back to what we know. What happens if the biggest cats in the neighborhood start playing with each other's money? And that's what happened. 
So this is why we need to pay attention. It, it can affect not only our lives, it definitely affects our ne- economics all time. And if you're not feeling the effects of the economics, you're lucky, you're very, very lucky, or you're not paying attention. And it is your responsibility to take steps to place yourself and those that cannot do it for themselves into a position that is sustainable. Anticipate what can happen. You got to start looking around at these other countries and what happened to them. What happened to their people and their citizens and what they had to go through. And stop thinking that that won't happen here. And stop thinking that our people won't be the first ones to suffer. Press one on the keypad if you think I'm lying. I'm about to go to the phone lines in a second here. But I do want to say, all these sanctions and stuff's going on. If you steal, I don't know where you work. If you drive, or you truck drive, all my truck drivers out there, Uber and Lyft drivers, they're talking about there's a draw, a draw, which means a, a what's a, a, a pull, a consumption on oil reserves and gasoline reserves, and, 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 and the gas prices is going up. So if you work for a company. How, how, how hot is gas going to have to get before you start feeling uh, concerned for your job? It's Uber and Lyft. How, how hot the gas prices need to get before it's not worth it to be driving these fools around, potentially throw over your car, talking crazy, trying to grope on you. Who knows? These type of people getting in your way. Driving through traffic, putting all that wear and tear on the vehicle. But the gasoline is killing That's that's happening right now. Steel. Yeah, you work in steel. You deal with any type of steel. They put tariffs on steel. Canadian, Canadian steel. Canadian wood. Framers, house for home framers. You know, depending on what industry you're in, I know you're feeling it. Some some people aren't feeling it yet. It's just gonna get worse. Trying to talk about they ain't finna back down. They're talking about saving face. When you when you hear a Chinese person talking about saving face. They they would rather die. It's like honor to them, like Japanese and stuff. They will die, they will will fall on their own sword and stuff before they lose face. And people like these people, <coughs> these, these owners. I mean, what is it, Jack Ma? Jack Ma, that Alibaba dude. I think he's like a billion Chinese billionaire. He promised like one hundred. He promised like a million jobs. In the United States, can't do it. Said the trade wars with Trump and stuff. Now, you know, now he can't follow through on his promise of of a hundred of a of a million jobs in the United States. <clears throat> We're about to start opening stores with no people at the cashiers because we can't pay them. <clears throat> but everything's fine. Unemployment's low. The economy's strong. Keep going to work and making a profit for these people on the top so they can continue to buy gold and silver at very low prices and get out. So we can be left holding the bag while they bail in our money. That's in the, the little money that we have left in the bank. They bail it in. If you have anything titled in the debtor, 401k, IRAs, in the name of the debtor and the social, uh, 
they legislate that entity. That's a public entity. They, they, they control that entity. They control how it's taxed. They control what bracket. They, they can change it whenever they want. Congress can change. They can pass whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, it's your name. It's your name. Sure. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's your name. But the entity itself is controlled by um, the state as well as Congress with, with regards to how the taxation, the Federal Reserve, and, you know, uh, notes, the IRS and stuff like that. You got anything. You got car title in that, house, you know, any type of, you know, safety deposit box, stocks, bonds, IRAs, 401ks, you know what I'm saying? They took the, they, the 401ks, they took the responsibility off of the company for your retirement for giving them all of those hours and days and months and years of your life and put it on the responsibility of the actual worker. You gotta we gotta contribute to our own retirement now. Man, this is crazy. Look, so anything denominated in dollars entitled in that name on that from that certificate, you know, with the state seal on top of it. Bank accounts, all that stuff. All of it. All of it. My mentor said, leave some money in the bank. And I was like, why? He's like, so you can be a part of the claim. I was like, why? He's like, because you don't want to really draw attention to yourself. I feel a certain way. I'm telling you. I'm private. I'm properly structured. My estate is properly structured. Same thing happened to me today. A little over a million dollars would be dispersed to my family estate. Everybody would be fine in my estate. It'd be all good. The assets are titled privately, vehicles, all that stuff. Foundation with regards to private, you know, wealth. And then different, you know, different types of, you know, passive income and stuff like that. And, you know, hey, I feel a certain way because I know my people, most of my people are not in the situation I'm in. Most of my people are not good. Everywhere I've gone on this planet, people who look like me are in the lowest position. I can lead a water to horse, but I can't make a drink. And I, and I feel a certain, I'm starting to feel a certain way, not like negatively. I'm starting to feel um, kind of like helpless for my people. There's always something that comes up. There's always the next crisis or the next emergency. And, and one day, I'm going to, one day, one day. And we don't know how much time we have. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. It's all, it's all about those regrets, I guess. It's all about, you know, it's all about, you know, looking forward and thinking about the, you know, you laying there, you know, in, or being in that chair with, you know, the oxygen tubes in your nose wrapped around your ears. You got the tank next to you. You're old. Looking at your hands and they're wrinkled and they're old and uh, you can bear your knuckles are, and you're just old. You know, you're like 90 or something. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't even get up and, 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 Tip over a chair, man. Can't do nothing. Can't do nothing. With all these regrets. Not going to happen. I'm about to go to my phone lines, man. I feel like I'm being too negative, and I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just 
Man, I'm trying to sound the alarm. That's all I'm trying to do out here is sound the alarm. Like, yo, please. Please. Add me in that welcome to the foundation.com. There's only so much I'm going to say. I can't say. I, I can't believe I said that thing about Deagle. And I can't believe I said that thing about Rodian. If you didn't catch that, rewind it. But, I mean, people who know me, people who are close to me, it kind of, you know, sense where I'm at right now. Sense is significant. Admin, <clears throat> admin at welcome to the foundation.com. Trusty training is what you need. Uh, LLC, corporate, you know, business, all that stuff, you know, it's all included because you need it for your private sake because they took everything and put it in the public anyway. So, I mean, it's just like you got to grind how most won't so you can live how most can't. Things that we do that separate us. That's it. The things we do and the things we don't do. And recognizing requirements and acting is what, you know, hey, 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 how many children you have? How many children you have? How many children are they going to have? How much control do you have over your great great grandchildren's quality quality of life right now. I don't think this is a game. This is in no way a game to me at all. At all. Peace sister Yvette, how you doing? Sister Yvette. Peace, Brother Saltel. Peace, community, kings and queens. My brother, you are not being negative. You are being real. And let me tell you something, Saltel. All the donations that are coming in, that is what the ancestors destined for you. See, you have told the truth, unadulterated. You didn't water it down. You didn't sugarcoat it. You let people know up front, listen, don't play no games with me. I don't want to walk away from any deals, feel in a bad way. Don't call me with the foolishness thinking you're going to try to shuck and jive me. You know, you kept it real. And the thing about it is a lot of communities are coming and listening to you because you're real. See, some people going to sugarcoat it. Some people going to fleece my brothers and sisters because for them, it's about that little 60, that 70, that 250 for that CPN, you know, that $500 for a watered-down consultation, that 350 you know, to get the PDF filled in. or You know, these are the little games, unfortunately, some of our people play. And like I said last week, and I didn't know if I came in clearly, when you're doing CPNs, for those who already paid their money for it, okay, I'm going to tell you what they did. They went to Credit Karma. They went to Credit Sesame. Probably went to Wallet Hub. Took the same numbers, 
hooked it up, the same thing you could have did. Now, like I said, whatever state you live in, whatever the first three digits is, that's the state you live in, make sure that new address is not connected to your old social. When you're doing business, don't use your state IDs because that's hooked up to your old social that's hooked up to that old address. You're starting with a new identity, a new address, a new existence. When you go to do business, you walk with a passport. Do not get a prepaid cell phone to conduct business. You must get a legitimate contract cell phone, people. Then the next thing is go list me. That's what you need to do because you need to be a real person behind that CPS. Now, my brothers and sisters, I could give you more, but I'm giving you some. It's common sense. Don't go and apply for a million credit cards and think you're going to get it. All you're going to have is a whole list of inquiries. Now, you take your time, you build yourselves out. If you need some information, you hit my brother with an email. He will hit me. I will forward whatever information that he inquires. But you're not going to get this information free. You know why? It cost me thousands of dollars to get the information that I just gave some of you all for free. But for a donation for my brother to continue to be on the airwaves, to get all this information imported into your life, you need to get something. Now, my brother, like I said, clean mind, clean heart, clean hands. The ancestors will always carry you. If one door closes, five other are going to open. That's a guarantee. As long as you keep doing the right thing, the blessings going to follow you. When you get around dirty-minded people, dirty, corrupted hands people, dirty minds, they can't prosper. The wicked never prosper. I don't care what they do. They might get it for the moment, but I do believe in karma. Karma has a way of coming back and catching folks. Your blessings are coming in because of your good ways, my brother. It's not something that you're doing. It's something that you continue to do. You're not doing this for the financial gain because I'm quite sure most of the donations that's coming in, it can't even cover half of the stuff that you have to pay other people to import into their lives. So the thing about it is the good follows the good. Okay? You have to learn that the light stays within the light. The dark stays in the dark. My brothers and sisters, the man is giving you facts. He's giving you wisdom. If some of you have been in the archives, you remember over six months ago, we spoke about the transferring of wealth when we were talking about the superpowers making certain credits around the world where the super rich will qualify for the credit and those of us like ourselves and those who have credit scores under 650 will be considered the super poor. So my brothers and sisters, again, for those who did get a job after you cleaned up yourselves and got out of that drug data bank, 
Again, I say, you got to fake it till you make it. Maybe you might have to grind a little harder. Maybe you have to put away a couple of more pennies. Maybe you need to cut some of your lifestyles down, like the partying over the weekend, the extra hair, the nails, the fancy gear, the latest wit, the latest jewelry. Cut all of that stuff loose. Let's bring it up to the natural. Let's bring it up to the real. Because the next couple of months, we're going to have a situation. And it ain't going to be pretty. And we're going to catch the worst of it. And for all those that are affected in the southern states by the storms, don't let me see no more y'all running in, looting, and taking TVs and foolishness. Let's pick ourselves up. When white people steal, they don't take cars and TVs and furniture. They go for the real stuff, the pharmaceuticals, the medicines that you need in the long run. You don't see them going and hitting the meat stores and the grocery stores. Let's think, people. Let's think. My brother, be blessed. Peace, kings and queens. Get your thinking straight. Get your thinking straight, community. Peace. Peace. Peace, Sister Always a pleasure. Always appreciate your words of wisdom. Highly appreciate it. I do want to make an announcement. We got about four minutes left on the live show. If you are on the internet checking out the show, you want to call in. 424-222-5250 Cause We're probably gonna stream a little bit and When we start streaming You may get cut off You will get cut off I'm gonna go to the next caller Area code 310 288 Peace What's your name Where you calling from Three one zero two two eight eight. You might be on mute. Three one zero. All right. All right. There yeah, I was on Actually. mute. My bad. Yeah, this is Kevin from California. I'm just calling in, just enjoying uh, the vibes and the energy. Okay. And Peace, Peace, the Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You got any questions? Man, just... It's your first time checking out the show live or what? Or oh, yeah. at all? Period. Period. Oh, okay. Okay. So what's yeah, your regular time on Pacific time, my brother? Pacific time, that would be uh, 8 Eastern, so that's 5. That's okay. 5, yeah. 5 o'clock. Five o'clock Pacific every Wednesday. Next, every Wednesday, okay. I'll, I'll be there next Wednesday, my brother. Appreciate it, definitely. Welcome to the foundation, family. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. All right, thank you. You guys have a blessed evening. Yes, you too. All right. Um, first time. Appreciate you, family. Yeah. Checking out the show. Yeah, welcome to the foundation. Uh, next caller, let me go to 
Brian. Brian from I got Brian from the Bay. In the house, fam. Peace. How you doing, fam? All right. Uh, man, I don't know now, man. You make me feel like the world comes to the end. No, nah, I'm messing with you, man. But uh, no, nah, like you said, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I do now. <laughs> uh, I mean, but it ain't really a funny matter. It's just crazy because you know they they're known for you know once you uh, look at history. You know, there's always these points when they do this. You know, they make their moves, and people are just so, you know, they, they worry about the, you know, the distractions that they have out here. You know, ooh, this person doing this, or that person doing that, or, you know, something, 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 something that ain't relevant to anything that's in your life. The cats is worried about it. You know, it's sad, you know, because, you know, I'm trying to learn the stuff and, and you know, learn what I need to do. And it's just sad to see people worrying about things that doesn't even have to relate to them at all. You know, they're worrying about, this guy got that, this person got this. And you need to really be paying to what's going on in the world. So, it's like you said, you know, we got to, you know, be here and make the moves that we need to make right now so we don't have to make them later on. You know? I agree with that, man. Like, I, I was thinking about when my, uh, you know, when I was visiting my one of my relatives in the hospital. I mean, the hospital. And I was seeing all these other folks, and they were just talking to me. You know, I was talking to them. And I'm just like, you know, they were like, don't, you know. One thing I wish I did was spend more time so and make better decisions in my life. And, you know, these things I... I should have done, or I wish I would have done. So I kept hearing, you know, things that they wish they would have did, and it was interesting. Hold on, fam. You know, no, hold on, hold on. You muffled. You muffled. So could you fix the thing and then tell me what your family Hello? said that was on hospice? One more time. Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can hear you. You just muffled. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Can you hear me now? There you go. I appreciate that. Okay, okay, so now will you repeat what your what your family said on hospice one more time? Well, it wasn't it wasn't her. It was actually uh well she was there. She was at uh, you know, with all these other people and I was hearing all these old folks, you know, and I was talking to them and they were like, you know, I wish I kept hearing I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have made up with this person. I wish I would have made better decisions you know, with my money, and I wish I would have did this. I wish I had more time. So I kept on hearing people talking about they wish they did something, you know, and it was interesting to see how, you know, like one person said the youth is uh, the, the youth is waste on the young, you know. He said, uh, you know, time is waste on the youth. I think that's what he told me. He's like, you know, you shouldn't have any wishes that you wish you did something in the past. You know, you should always be you know, doing whatever you decide to do and, you know, worry about if it's, you know, God's going traveling or whatever, you need to just live sometimes in the moment and stop living, you know, thinking that uh, about the little stuff in this society. And he was talking about, and it was, a, it was like an older dude. And he was telling me like, you know, he said, I made, uh, you know, he made a lot of, I guess he made a lot of dough at one point, but he wasted it all. And he said he wished he would have been able to make sure his family was uh, in a better position because when, you know, he wasted a lot of his money 
where he look at it now, he said, I, I wasted on cars. I don't have no more clothes. I don't have no more. And he sees like his children and stuff that may, you know, that wouldn't be in a bad position if he would have just, instead of worrying about flossing and all that, he would have been trying to teach them how to do things or make something for them so they wouldn't be in that position. So, you know, it was, it's just interesting after, you know, hearing that and, and thinking about some of the decisions that, you know, I've been hesitant about. And I'm like, well, I need to not be hesitant and just start, you know, jumping into it and worry about it afterwards. You know, stop worrying about shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know. You know, me and you was talking about something like that, and, not, and you're like, you shoulda, coulda, woulda, but we got to figure it out now. And I was like, yeah, I got to figure it out now. So I, I was able to figure it out, but, you know, people just got to – you don't have to live in the moment. You just got to live your life like you live in your, your only life, but also make the decisions so your children could be, you know, in a better position. So, you know, that's all I got to say is you're right about that. It might sound like it's depressing, but you got to realize it needs you to be in fear because it's way more of you than it is of them. You know, so the elite is more, more concerned about that these people realize that these people have all real, real power and stop watching all these, you know, reality shows, all these you know, rig sports and all that, you know, put your time and put your energy where you need to put it at and you'd be able to be in a better position. That's what I'm trying to. I mean, I'm on, I'm still working on it, but that's what I'm attempting to do. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Hey, man. That's well. That's big. It's big, and I. It's. I know it's. Just, it's something that a lot of us don't think about until it's like it's too late. A lot of us don't appreciate our health until we don't have it anymore. A lot of us, you know, don't. I don't appreciate the functionality in my hand until I lost part of my hand, or I got arthritis in my hand, or I don't appreciate my lungs and be able to take deep breaths. Yeah. So I can't without without coughing or. You know, until I'm on a respirator or something like that, and right. you know, it's just—it's not the best way yeah. to live and to exist. You know what I mean? So, and the one thing, one thing else I'll say because just you made me thought about it is that my my aunt, who uh, she used to always have, you know, she since she's been born, she's always had issues with her lungs and stuff since day one. As a child, my family always told me how they, she, you know, she was in the hospital, you know, always, but. She never let it get her down. She never blamed the creator or God, whatever you want to call it. She never blamed them or blamed the creator for her situation. She just tried to – she attempted to live her life the best that she can. She never went, woe is me, why I'm having all these issues or nothing. So, you know, when it comes to that, people got to realize that, you know, I mean, I got situations. I got problems that I think is – it was, you know, that I – it's like – things that bother me that I see other people could do anytime. And I'm like, man, y'all, and I just see them wasting the ability to do what I can't do as, as proficient as them. And it annoys me. But, you know, when I think about it, I say, you know, I can't worry about it. I got to figure out how to do what I do. And if it takes me longer to get the information, so be it. But, you know, I feel like I'm putting myself in a better position because I'm willing to do it. And there's people could be able to do it a lot quicker than me, but they just so worry about getting that bag or, you know, I want to get them new J's or I want to drive that new whip. They're so worried about things that they got you thinking that is, you know, worth your time. 
you know, when really you're just worrying about material stuff and then you're dying over dead presidents, you know. People talk about they don't like, you know, oh, you know, I don't like the white man or European, but you're dying with their faces on it. So you always like them enough to, uh, you know. And so, you know, I tell people you need to just, like I said, don't complain about the car you dealt with. Just figure it out and rock, rock with it. True indeed. All right. True indeed. Yep. Absolutely, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate your words Appreciate of wisdom, you. man. Consistently. <laughs> I try, man. <laughs> hey, man. You always, you always, you got something to add, man. Appreciate you, you know, adding to the foundation, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you. I pre. All I was gonna say is I appreciate you been doing this. I know you don't have to, and you know, number love from over here and anybody else. Pretty much telling you, you know, you getting these donations. I tell you that people loving what you're doing. So, you know, I got number love for what you've been doing and how you treat me and how you treat anybody else in the party because y'all, you you show how your heart is. So. You know, just want to get that energy back. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. All right. Peace to the guys, fam. Peace, man. All right, all right. That was my, my man, my, my brother Brian from the Bay. Love that brother. Got a brother I love. My man Mellow, Mellow. Come on, man. I'm coming to you. No Bluetooth, brother. Coming in with the Terminator voice, and you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna come to you, Mellow. My my guy, Mellow Mellow Bay, Copper Tone Bay. Peace, fam. How you doing? I'm doing well. Peace to the God. Can you hear me? Yeah, can hear you. How you doing? All right, good. You well? You know what I'm saying. Uh, it's another one, though. You know what I'm saying. Foundation. I'm saying, so, uh, getting real more close to the doorstep, you know what I'm saying? Actually, you know what I'm saying? The condition is actually on the back of our heels, you know what I'm saying? But it's constantly, as we speak, playing the matrix, you know what I'm saying? It's real, you know what I'm saying? It's been our own years, you know, I'm pretty much so. Dropping jewels and sharing, sharing with these people as well. You know, what I'm saying? Uh, doing big talk. You know what I'm saying? They say we got pants down. Definitely what it is. So, so, uh, you know, keep the zone, though. For all, but keep the zone. You know I'm, uh, I'm thankful. I'm going through it, but I'm, I'm thankful. Persevering. Best you have faith, and also making the next move special. Other than that, I can't. Uh, I can't hear you, man. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like you sound real hold far on, away. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, it's better. Yep, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We on the speaker. We on the speaker, but it's good. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? All around where we at, though, you know, um, it's all about the investment of time and space. Very valuable, you know? 
uh, corporations know that as well. You know what I'm saying? That's, really, that's the reason why uh, you know, they invest in, into so much human resource. So, uh, to actually, you know what I'm saying, get the gist of it, to know the value of your own, you know what I'm saying, your own, your own current that you're putting out. You know what I'm saying? So you can do the division between, you know what I'm saying, resistance or however, you know what I'm saying, a certain amount of resistance got to be applied, you know what I'm saying, when we're doing business, you know what I'm saying? So we learn that in the business field like that. So uh, basically in the, in the public sector, you know, everybody's still 10W40. Uh, me and myself, I'm moving more toward 1099, you know what I'm saying, uh, Looking at getting off into the, the uh, contracting field, so that way, uh, you know, they have a little bit more control. So yeah, that's definitely what it is. Creating, creating our own jobs, you know what I'm saying? The contracting out, you know what I'm saying? With other entities, so that, that's the business right now. Absolutely, I, you know, I've been thinking lately. You know, I think it's a uh... You know, um, I studied the subcontinent of India a lot in school, you know, specifically with mm-hmm. regards to the caste system and, you know, the social structure of how they have a caste system. And, um, you know, there was there was some people in my school uh, that were from India, and I was able to speak to them about the caste system. Mm-hmm. What this basically means is whatever your father was, your mother was, or whatever your family did for living, that's what you do. You're born into this this system to where you can only go into the business of the family business. So if your parents made shoes, if your dad made shoes, you got to make shoes. Like you, they'll throw you in jail right. if you try to do something else type stuff. And, you know, right. I was thinking to that, and I was talking to the, to the brother from India, and he said, you know, I, I kind of, you know, was talking mess, being arrogant, you're arrogant <laughs> American, and was like, you know, um, I can't believe that you don't have choice of what y'all can do as far as, like, for for a living. And my man, he thought about mm. it for a second, he looked at me, he's like, I can't, I can't believe all the choices that y'all have to do for a living. How do you just pick right. one? How do you figure out which one you're the best at? And then who 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 encourages you to choose what and why? And why are they encouraging you that? And it made me it really made me think. And I think, you know, I think it's time to, you know, get to the point where, you know, maybe we should start going into family. We should start pushing for family businesses again. You know, right. specialized right. or trade that we pass down to our children. That's how you guarantee your mm-hmm. child the job that you were in, you know, yes. versus, mm-hmm. you know, going to mm-hmm. work for someone else's company. And we, we weren't created to work for somebody else's company. That's all, you know, period. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, right. So I'm, I'm one of those people that's like, you know, a lot of, in a lot of ways, it's probably best to go back to, you know, old school, time tested ways of doing things. Right. And one of those I think, hey. you know, would be be specialized trades. You know? So True. Look look at the Amish though. I'm gonna touch you, but look at the Amish. Yeah. You feel me? Look how they live. I mean they got their own resource, land, 
they don't truly depend on the outside world, and that's just not just them, you know. Uh, that's just that's just really what it is, you know what I'm saying? They're not really truly affected by anything, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, they got heirs and everything else as well. All of that, the same as well. So, so um, definitely, um, we should go back. I mean, we have to go back. Honestly, to be truly honest, out the womb, you would, if you would think of it, honestly, that would, that's where it would be. Like we said this many times, that's where it would be. Out the womb, you were actually your first, uh, you know, performance of any type of duties or chores or anything would be on your land. You know what I'm saying? Which your land and has resources on is a form of doing business with whoever else, you know what I'm saying, that's in that vicinity or that geographic uh, location. So what we're talking about is uh, uh, inherent economics automatically endowed, given, you know, passed down and born into without even opting out energy to any corporation. You know what I'm saying? Therefore, uh, you know, afterwards. So, that's just really what it is. That's where the gap starts at. We got to fill in the gap. So I feel you on that. That's what it is. Create the work. Create the, the opportunity. Yeah, at the and, very least, you know, create. You can create. We can create public companies to where you know uh, the, the the shares upon you know the death of you know the parent, the shares, the control of the shares pass on to your heir through trust. Right. So they don't lose control of the company. You know, it's a company. It's it's, it's, it's a family business. Like it's time to start, in my opinion, re-implementing family businesses. Imagine mm. what you can do for generations to come. The fact that you can have that can echo through generations. That to me is like um, everlasting life for how you live forever. Right. Right. You be throughout. <laughs> What else is there? Like straight up, what else is there? there? To me, there's nothing else, and I respect no one who can't see beyond themselves. No one, and I, I notice how I say no man. I didn't say no man. I respect right. no one who doesn't see beyond themselves. Right. Not. So mm. you can't if you if you ain't out here trying to reach through the ages and have a positive effect on on your progeny. Four, five, six generations beyond you. I don't know what. What you doing? What you here for? The right. law to keep up with the Joneses, to make it rain, to do drugs, to drink, to you know, watch sports and learn stats and you know, I just right. I just, it doesn't move. It doesn't move. The me, program. Man. It just right. doesn't move. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. No Definitely doubt. Agree. No doubt. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it's time, though. It's time to, you know, follow that prerequisite order. You know what I'm saying? Or at least set one. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Definitely. I'm going to go on through this talk, man. Put borders lit up. All right. Yeah, do that. Do that. Break bread with the time and space. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely, man. It's another one. You know what I'm saying? Give thanks. Creative, forefathers, foremothers, forerunners, you know what I'm saying, ancestors, all those amongst us, you know what I'm saying, you know how I go, and you know, also yourself, so, so, peace to the gods, we out.
Appreciate you, man. I ain't trying to cut you, man. But you oh, know. no doubt, no doubt. But I want to, you know, I want to, I want to be, I want to be very, you know, what I'm saying, equitable in my in, in, in my usage. You know, what I'm saying, in time and space as well as yourself. So we got others. So you know how that is, man. All right, man. Appreciate you, man. I'm, so I'm, I love. I'm here. You know, we always here. I'm here, so you know, get other some. You know, saying give them something to get in, man. All right, man. Appreciate you, man. Be easy, be safe. Indeed, man. Indeed, you too, man. Yeah. Peace. Just got. All right, we got four one two area code four one two. Look at this. Look at the switchboard. Man, I might not be able to do it. Four one two. Five six two six four one two five six two six. Peace. What's your name and where you calling from? Yeah. What's up? What's up? So, this is uh, Cherry Cal calling from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's my first time calling in live. I'm usually on the archives listening. Uh, okay. All right. Peace. It's, I'm uh, sorry, man. I didn't catch. I didn't here. catch your name. Where you calling from? I couldn't even. My bad. Did you repeat that? Jared L. Calling from Pittsburgh. Insane. Uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I thought I, I thought you said Pittsburgh. All right, peace, fam. Yeah, How you doing? Yeah. I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate you listening I to mean, the archives as well. Being here, man. Appreciate you doing this. Appreciate you giving all this information. I appreciate everything because this is so important. It's so important. One of my questions that I have uh, for you this evening is when it comes to uh, trust and, you know, protecting assets and such, um, how does that transfer internationally? And I guess to be a little bit more clear about what my question is, like if I set up a trust in the United States and then I decide I want to move somewhere outside of the United States, uh, how could I use that trust to fund any type of business I'm doing internationally? I mean, that's a great question. Uh, so on, a, on an international level, my mentors, that's how I came into, you know, specific trust line is my mentors. They, uh, Worked for a firm that, uh, and then his, you know, his mentor worked for the same firm that um, they restructure um, multinational corporations. So, um, that being said, the the type of trust that I specifically deal with, and you know, the estate that I administer, this type of trust is recognized to do business in over 120 countries. And um, okay. those countries are the countries that sign on to the Hague Convention, H A G U E Convention. I, I'm aware of what that is. Yes. Okay, so all of those countries within that uh, convention recognize this type of entity to do business within those countries. So, you know, um, with, with in the United States, it's the mystical nine eight number, but in each in every jurisdiction, they have differing procedures. Um, that they use while recognizing, you know, this type of, uh, you know, entity, this international entity. Um, okay. If you if okay. you did using your language, if you did create it in the United States, create a trust in the United States, 
um, that refers to me that is created under the laws in the United States or one of the states in the United States. So that would be some sort of legislative trust. And um, you would have to look to the specific jurisdiction that you were looking to do business in with regards to a legislative trust. I'm not really familiar with those types of trusts. I'm only familiar with a complex okay. trust or contractual trusts. Okay, well, I mean, my intention is to do business with you because I don't know anybody else that's, you know, into this type of thing that I, you know, feel like I can trust. <laughs> so, I mean, if what you're saying is the type of things that you do correlate with doing business internationally, then I can feel confident enough in saying that, okay, you, you know, give me information that I needed, so now I can, you know, confidently move forward. Right. So, I mean, um, what I can say in the public is, you know, I, I've been to the Bahamas and to the Cayman Islands. <laughs> if you can put two and two together, you know, I do travel. Indeed, and, I can. Travel, indeed, I can. That's a private business. So, I'm just, you know, when I, when I speak, I, when I I, speak know, with regard to the Hague Convention, I have, you know, specific knowledge outside of the United States with regards to doing business with these entities. I've been all over, all over the world. You know, upset. You know, upset. I completely understand. I just wanted to, you know, make sure. You know. Because I got some ideas in my mind, and I want to, you know, be able to make sure that they can blossom. You know, without any, without without too many restrictions. You know. Understood. Understood. No doubt. Well, so I appreciate yeah, that little bit of information that you have given me. It will definitely take me a long way, and uh, no sooner than later, I will be hitting you up in the private because my brother, we need to do business. I have some things that need to uh, finally, you know, blossom in the world and change some things that we do. All right, all right. I look forward to it. Forward to it. Thanks for calling in, brother. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Keep you doing your thing, man. Keep doing your thing. Appreciate it. Peace to the gods, man. Peace. Pittsburgh in the house. All right. 804-4038. I record 804-4038. Peace. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Peace. Peace. This is Brother Robert from Richmond, Virginia. Oh, peace, Brother Robert. How you doing? Peace, Brother. Peace. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, brother. I hadn't been able to get on these Wednesdays call in, <laughs> in a few weeks here. Uh, but, yeah, I was just checking out the show, and uh, I was just trying to piece together everything you were saying uh, about what's happening. And, uh, you know, the word that came to mind is, is transition. You know, this this country is transitioning, well, the world is transitioning as well. And, you know, so you sit around and think about what do you do about that? And then you, I think you hit the nail on the head. You summarized it when you said family business. Um, you know, back back to family business because uh, one of the things that made me think about when you said that is I recall my family had uh, land, at least 40-some acres, um, with, you know, a residential structure on it. Um, 
we had a business. Uh, my grandfather had a business. And here in Richmond, Virginia, they have a street called Second Street, and they used to call that the Harlem of the South. And um, my family had a business on that street or right off of that street. And now that stuff is gone. And so, you know, it wasn't put in a trust or anything like that. It was sold off. And like you were talking about, nobody particularly thought about the future generations, you know, especially during that time with, um, you know, integration coming about, you know, our, our folks were going getting jobs and not thinking about the longevity of, of uh, those assets and, and building, you know, a longevity for the, for the family. So, you know, that, that answer came right on time. So you definitely, uh, you definitely struck a nerve when you hit, when he said that at the end. So I, I appreciate it. And I just want to call in and say, you know, I appreciate what you share with us. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, the state has my back and my best interest in mind or, or the federal government. And I feel like, you know, we need to foster, you know, our, our family ties and our family relationships and, you know, look towards that and to this, you know, um, interdependence within families and independence from states, grocery stores, uh, power companies, water companies, so on and so forth, you know, because it's, it's, it's less of a of an issue that can potentially arise in the future. And, you know, it's always good yeah. to take advantage of certain things, but it's you always want to be in a position that if, if all that falls away, you know, you're still good. You know, you're definitely still good. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember, man, because we, you know, I was a little boy, and I used to hate going out there and digging those plants, you know, so we had self-sufficient, you know, with the water, the electrical, the the, uh, the food, and I used to hate going out there and uh, digging for plants and, you know, putting plants in the ground and cultivating and all, and, you know, I didn't appreciate what I had, so... I was definitely responsible myself for giving it away and not understanding the bigger picture. So, yeah, that, you brought back some memories there, bro. So, I'll uh, let that let that be said and appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you calling in, man. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon, man. Okay. All right. Thanks. Peace. All right, I'm gonna do one more. Let me do my my family, my brother Daryl. Daryl from Brownsville. I don't think he's in Brownsville anymore, but he still knows the deal. Peace, family. How you doing? I'm alright. Um, so uh, how you doing? How's everybody? I'm doing well, man. No complaints. Family's good. Everyone's good. Thank you. How about you? Yeah, I'm okay. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not in Brownsville anymore. Um. Um, how can I say this? Um, I, everybody on the line, we need to, um, everybody on the line, we're doing something, we're doing business, or we're trying to do business. And um, the good thing about it uh, is that we, we, we're like-minded. And then we have some of us, we still thinking about um, the past in the wrong way. Because, um, you know, uh, a little child doesn't know anything about color unless they might teach them color. Um, but because we know this does exist, we have to be um, aware of it, and we have to, um, you know, um, 
just watch out for people who still think stupid. Um, but from there, like, um, elsewhere, everything is all right. So um, why I say that, too, a lot of times um, you have some people, they use this information for the wrong reason. And um, and I can understand sometimes why, um, you know, things need to be really talked in the private, like, you know, not on, not in the public. And um, a lot of times, being that this is kind of like the public, the private but the public airway, um, I remain in, in the private. I try, I, I try to be more in the private. I try not to give out my location because um, I see dangers everywhere where nobody sees it. Um, and uh, a lot of people always think I was paranoid. They're like, who are you, FBI, CIA, police? I'm like, no, I'm just aware of a lot of stuff that a lot of people are not aware of. Um, but elsewhere, everything is okay. Um, I hope everybody out there stays safe. I want everybody out there to stay safe. You know, keep on living long and staying strong like that, you know. Um, I thought you probably, you, you, you contacted me earlier, but uh, one thing I try not to put um, things that I can catch up to later. Um, there's some things I need to be catch up on now. And um, one thing right now, I'm like focusing on more on my reading. So I'm going to surprise you coming up with a few things because um, I'm getting more into my books. That um, I'm walking over to my books right now. And um, I told you about my library a long time ago. And um, I, I pull some of them, I knock some dust off some of them. And I'm going to start reading them. With that, you know, counting, trust and wills, insurance, estates, and a whole lot of stuff. Estate planning, you know, you know, a lot of stuff is going on. Well, that's why everything is okay, you know. Um, I have to listen to the show um, because I, I wasn't able to catch it, but I still had you online. I figured that like, you came in and tried to contact me, but um, I wasn't there. Yeah, um, but I'm here now. And I'm glad you came back in and talked to me. And um, I really uh, appreciate that you um been on. I know you for like going on while. I've been listening to you like three years now. Yeah, about three years. I think we'll come. Yeah, I think in a couple months. Yeah, it'll be three years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I remember when you first started off, you you was like the cat got your tongue, and now you talk fluid, man. You can spit it. You know, like that. You know, that you know, you freestyle now. You can spit it. Um, but, um, you know, I love you, you know, continue doing what you're doing and stay safe out there, man. You know, appreciate that, man. Love you too, man. And you stay safe as well. And I'll talk to you soon. I will. All right. Thanks definitely. Call it in. Anytime. All right. Peace. All right. That's it, y'all. I'm, I'm done. We're coming up on, man, two hours. My throat is dry. My throat is dry. I need some libations. I love y'all. Um, I just want y'all to be happy ultimately. You understand what I'm saying? Please, please believe me. I want you to question as much as you can whether what you're doing in a moment is really worth it. Well, it is going to be worth it tomorrow. It's going to be worth it next week. To me, that's important. And to me, you know, it's worth keeping your eye on the ball as far as, you know, reevaluating things that you do, the things that you choose to spend your time doing, the things that you do uh, choose to invest your time in. Notice how I said spend your time and invest your time. Two different things. The world is changing. The economy is changing. Monetary uh, policies are changing. But one thing that will never change is the fundamentals of families and how they should ultimately operate and be operating 
when it comes to a family business, you know, some families make shoes. I, you know, take a lot of my leather bags and leather shoes and stuff to this Ukrainian dude who owns a leather shop who is the fourth generation shoe cobbler. There's three generations in that shop, him, his father, and his grandfather. To me, it's a beautiful thing. And you're all, people are always going to need shoes. People are always going to need watches. People are always going to need, you know, clothes. People are always going to need technology at this point. Now, there's things that are always going to be needed and always going to be required. Just sit down for a little bit and try to think about one of them. Food, clothing, shelter, you can stay. Those are staples. And there are, you know, are recession-proof businesses. What are they? What are they? You can do a search for a recession-proof business. And then get to work. Or not. Or maybe someone will be serving you food at a nursing home and you'll be telling them to live to live a different way so you don't so they don't have the regrets that you have in the last few few months, years weeks, days, even hours of your life. It's kind of, you know, hey, people can say, hey, man, you're being negative, so you don't really get down like that. Hey, man, sometimes you got to keep it real. And life is just as real as death. And what did you do? I love y'all. This is the reason why I do this. Like I said, I just want you to be happy. Admin at welcometothefoundation.com A-D-M-I-N at welcometothefoundation.com if you would like a consultation, if you want to get into the trustee training, you want to help setting up your LLC, you want to help structuring your business, you want help setting up your business credit, you want to assistance on, you know, these things. I'll break my back to help you. Things like discharge. Things of that nature. I'm not too, you know, I'm not too concerned with. I see the writing on the wall. Things are changing. And we need to get prepared and we need to take action. Action is required for those who are required to take action. Think generations deep in your family, and I think you'll make the best decisions, at least on a daily basis. Continue to invest in your education, invest in your skill set, and invest in your peace of mind. And show love. First, you got to feel love and love yourself because you can't throw it in the air if you what? Don't have it in your hands. So with that being said, I appreciate y'all. I really do. Y'all have a great week. We'll catch you next week here on the Foundation on High Frequency Radio Network. Appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Peace to the God. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio.